Stocking stuffer um, episode, I guess. Stocking stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. And what we're yes, we're we're we're, we're continuing with the um, holiday challenge, watching TV shows or movies uh, about Christmas, ones that are good, ones that aren't very good, and just just kind of doing that. And well, and I guess before I go on too longer, like you already know because you you you've seen the title and you've downloaded it, but just to like keep on the up and up um my name's josh and i'm a wizard and my name is mark and i'm a wizard and this would be a really weird place for you to start as the first episode yeah this would be go yeah anywhere else out of 77 episodes go click on literally any other episode <laughs> well and especially if it's part two of something like who honestly says like oh here's part two well, why don't i start with this um but it, but if that is you you goofball uh welcome we're glad to have you here uh well, yeah. Well, and welcome to part two of our Christmas. Yeah, challenge. part two. Well, and also, and, and also, speaking of this, is also part two of my Wizards Chalice. I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been uh, going to this. What is this? Um, like a two and a half cup uh, mason jar. This is becoming like my go-to drinking vessel. My Wizards Chalice. That is your Wizards Chalice. Uh, and so like, yeah, and so I have. I've got my Green Bay Packers glass. Right, You've got that. Right, yeah. right, right. And so I still have a good. Because it is also uh, measured on, on the side, um, it's it's uh, uh, I, I still have about a cup left of my uh, jingle juice, which if you are that weirdo listening to this for the first time, go listen to our episode on strange flying lights, and you'll know what's in uh, uh, jingle juice here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got my standby podcast fuel. Oh boy, uh, this one is spice spice baby. Spiked apple spice, oh fuck me, with uh, uh, vodka in it, and I can smell the fake apple smell, and man, of all the lowest of the creatures on the planet, it is fucking fake apple taste. That's so bad. Cheers, Uh, buddy. Cheers, here we go. So yeah, I think I may have to, um, I'll I'll like uh, text you a picture of the recipe for this jingle juice because it's honestly not too shabby it's not too shabby you know i might make my own for next or week. yeah just, just be like whatever this i'm, I'm send me this. yours and i'll do some reconnaissance and i'll figure up a i'll figure yeah. something out yeah 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 well well and, and we can also kind of like um make a make a game plan for what our drinks are going to be uh for recording next week but for right now we have other matters to attend to and that is what we watched or even like played, I guess, like maybe video games are included in this challenge. I, I don't know. But uh, hell yeah, they can sure, be. OK, yeah. OK. But uh, but yeah, so I got I have my three things. And uh, I think I even mentioned this uh, like they all seem to be pretty good. Like I, I, I watched something that I thought was going to be bad, but it actually turned out to be kind of good. So okay. I guess I'm just, yeah, getting all the nice list stuff and then you mark you sweet you sweet boy you're just getting all the naughty list um <laughs> christmas media you say sweet boy now you wait till the end of this episode oh, oh okay all right well okay so what if i what if i start us off um take us away baby well and and this 
Like this, this feels like cheating, but honestly, it was. It was the Mrs. Wizard and I. It, it, it was one of my last weeks of school. Work for her was kind of crazy. We just needed a veg out, and we needed to go to a standard and a solid. Just you know, this was never going to let us down. Um, so one of the things that I watched was uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol, and oh yeah, I don't even know if I have to say anything more. Just go watch The Muppets Christmas Carol if you haven't. If you haven't yet experienced that majesty, go watch it and you'll understand why I don't ha- I don't feel the need to like rave about how good it is. Like it, it just is. It just is. I think my favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. Safe to yeah, say. Totally. Yeah. Well, and even like strangely too, like we've talked about how um how often like the outside podcasting world resonates with what we're doing. Yeah, we we watched that mm-hmm. um, Friday night. I think it was Friday night, and then okay, and then Saturday, like I saw like a whole Twitter thread blow up on Muppets Christmas Carol, and someone saying like, oh shit, someone saying like, uh, well, this is pretty good. And if I if I can remember this, I'll I'll credit him. Um, but yeah, some some guy had a post saying like, Charles Dickens did. An overall good job with the novelization of the Muppets Christmas Carol, <laughs> except he missed the key theme, which is light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, light the lamp, not the rat. That's the screaming ball. There of fire it is. There England. it is too. <laughs> it's Rizzo the rat. How did you know, Josh? You dirty boy. Yeah. So, so it is. It's great. It's Michael Caine. It's the Muppets. It's well, and it is. It, it, it is also during that like sort of brief flash in the '90s where, like they they just expl- and and uh, as the Mrs. Wizard in, informed me, it's this one and Muppets Treasure Island also a great like that's a toss up. Oh hell yeah! And like those are the only two Muppets movies where the Muppets portray different characters. Like Kermit the Frog is. Uh, Bob Cratchit, or is playing. Oh, some, whereas in yeah. all the other movies, they're they're playing themselves. Um, and, yeah, they're playing characters. And damn yeah. it, I want more of that. I want more. Uh, it on a different Twitter thread, somebody was talking about the like um, the like flapping arm burlesque of classical literature that the Muppets did for Treasure Island and A Christmas Carol. Like I want, mm-hmm. and every so often. Uh, especially on classics Twitter, everybody says like, "Okay, uh, let's do the Muppet Il- the the Muppet Iliad go," and then like, and <laughs> then people immediately say like, "Okay, well Achilles is is uh, Fozzie Bear or Gonzo? I, th- I think maybe it's Gonzo." And then Agamemnon is Kermit, and, and, and they just go up and they cast the whole Muppet Iliad <laughs> movie just right there. Uh, so I want more of that. I want more of that. I want the like Muppet classic literary canon uh, for years to come. That's what I want to see. Hell yeah! And 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 it and yeah. one and one of the ones that it started with absolutely was uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Go watch it. Even though they like cut out the sad song that everybody would just fast forward through anyway. Like I don't think that's a part of the official. Uh, uh, cut now, but no real loss. I don't think. I don't think it's too bad. Is it that the love is gone yes. song? Yeah, it, it's that one. The love we share. Right. Yep. Oh god. Which like is weird because they 
because then they reprise it at the end where they say the love is found. Yeah. But the first one is missing, which like, okay, whatever, because I would always fast yeah. forward. But the Mrs. Wizard, she this was the one of the ones that she watched this. She, she probably watched this more than I did. Probably even more than you, Mark. Um, and she is pissed. <laughs> She's pissed that they took out that song. And she could write she she could write her doctoral dissertation on the travesty of cutting the love is gone from Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> but um but yeah, it's great. It's well and and even in our Christmas loose robes, you and I both slid into um uh after all there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Like like singing the yeah. uh there's magic in the air. Is a season to be jolly enjoy yeah. it. Like it's such a yeah, like it's so such a Christmassy movie. Well, well like, and, 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 and it's foundational to any like millennial Gen X. Even I'd say Gen X millennial, maybe even like er, early Gen Z. Uh, but it is. It, it is. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great movie. And go watch it. If if you haven't watched it, go watch it now. And if you have watched it, go watch it again. It's on Disney Plus. One two three go. We, we might watch it anyway. We, we might, we might get off this anyway. recording and just go watch we it. We just probably will. We probably will. Okay, so so that was mine. And try right. not to take up too much time uh, gilding the lily, so to speak. Uh, so, so, so Mark, what was what was one thing that you watched um, this 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 past week? <laughs> I'm going to start with the my my silver medal. Okay. Here. Um, I watched a very chipmunk Christmas. I don't know what year it's from, but whatever. I don't fucking care. I watched it on YouTube. It's 24 minutes long. <laughs> These are my notes. Okay, so I guess... Okay, so number one... I, number one, this this movie opens up with this little kid named Tommy who's fucking dying of plague. <laughs> and this kid looks like Donald Trump. It's really fucking weird. Number one, that's just getting that out of the way, right? So literally, that's the opening scene. Is this little kid Tommy dying from something? I don't know. Uh, my first note is, is this shit canon? <laughs> Is there a chipmunk backstory? So this leads me to think my second thought of the viewing of this already three minutes into the film. Josh, I guess I've got to do a deep dive on Alvin and Chipmunk lore and present it as like a two wizards episode. I think so. I yeah, know. I think we have to. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, main, the main idea of the story is that the chipmunks are going to play a sold-out audience at Carnegie Hall. And Alvin is going to play a harmonica solo at Carnegie fucking <laughs> Hall. Okay. Um, but so the only thing that's going to cure fucking Tommy of his ultra death plague is going to be a goddamn harmonica. <laughs> so that's right. Alvin digs deep and gives him himself and gives Tommy his harmonica. But oh no, what's he going to play at Carnegie fucking Hall? Uh, is he going to play the kazoo? <laughs> No, nah, he's going to play a harmonica. So he just starts, like, trying to get money. And the whole time Dave thinks that Alvin is imagining just money is the whole meaning of Christmas. <laughs> There's even a scene of him dreaming going, I need money. I need money. And Dave's shaking his head. <laughs> Cut to... So Alvin is giving Tommy the harmonica. And Tommy is all better through the power of this harmonica. Oh and guess what happens, Josh? That's fucking right, baby. 
Dave finds out about all of it and just says, oh, Alvin, I'm not even mad about all the harmonica bullshit. Go play your Carnegie Hall. And suddenly there's this second harmonica. And Tommy, a.k.a. wee baby Donald Trump, joins Alvin on stage for a blistering harmonica (laughs) duet. And Christmas is saved and we're all the better for it. And I thought this one was going to be a lot worse than it was, but really it's kind of enduring and cute. And I don't know what the fucking chipmunks are, but I'm all right with what, them. What, were you like in Alvin and the Chipmunks mania? Because that also seemed to be like a late 80s, early 90s kind of like, like real flash. In the I pen. missed it. Like I say, I don't know anything about it. Okay. Like, I know they have that Christmas right. album. Well, yeah. I know that Alvin wants the hula hoop. That was going to be my I question. I remember watching the weird Cartoon Network movies in like 2000 whatever. Yeah, with uh, and it was Alvin the Chipmunks versus the Wolfman. And Alvin the Chipmunks like really proto Teddy Roosevelt Cryptid Hunter oh, by way of Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's true. Insert villain of the week. But it was all that weird Hanna-Barbera fucking hangover shit yeah. because Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo did so well mm-hmm. and, hey, we've got all the license for this, but yeah, whatever. Well, and uh, I want to say also, like, late aughts, there was the, uh, of course, because that's what everybody did when it was 2008, the, like, live action and CGI uh, Alvin yeah. and the Chipmunks with, was it Jason Lee? Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the other. Yeah. But so, so was Alvin wishing for a hula hoop part of the Christmas special, or or it was it just the harmonica? He only cared about yeah, the harmonica and, and money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which also, but money to buy the new harmonica so that he could perform at Carnegie Hall because this harmonica was made of gold or some okay. shit. I don't really. Which know. All, yeah, that would also be weird for like proto Donald Trump kid or like quasi Donald Trump kid. Um. This kid looks like weird Donald Trump and or Donald Donald Trump and Richie Rich in the fusion <laughs> dance and Boss Street. It's just it's trippy. I That's don't know. Too... If you got twenty minutes, check it okay, out. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, well, so as I was, so so my second viewing, um, as the Mrs. Wizard and I were settling in and getting ready for Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, we also noticed that that wasn't the only Muppet. Christmas uh, movie. There was oh, yeah. so, and this was what this was my second list. This is um, okay. So yeah, so what we watched next was a 2008 NBC television special called "A Muppet's Christmas Letters to Santa." Okay, and th- th- this was obviously like before. Uh, Disney Corporation purchased the Muppets because it's for NBC. Uh, but this is like a this is like forty four minutes, forty five minutes, so like the like hour long uh, Christmas TV special movie thing. And uh, basically, in a nutshell, the Muppets are in New York City, and they're standing outside the post office to mail all their Christmas letters. And this is going to be the first Christmas that they don't spend together. Uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy, they're going to go to the uh, Caribbean, uh, to a resort, I guess. And everybody else is just going to like stay there in New York. Or maybe, I know Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, they're going to bounce and get on the road and go do something. Um, but anyway, so they're standing in line. There's a cameo from... Uh, 
Mayor Michael Bloomberg at the time. So that was weird watching this in uh, 2021. Like, oh, yeah, that's that guy who had that strange run for the Democratic nomination for president. Yeah, that's weird. Um, when they're in the post office, Muppets going to Muppet. And they there's this big mix up. There's whatever, whatever. Uh, and uh, Gonzo realizes that instead of mailing their apartment neighbor Claire's letter to Santa, it ends up in his backpack with a couple of other letters. And it's on uh, Christmas Eve day. And so what are, what are you going to do? You got to, I don't know, maybe you got to get the letters to Santa somehow. So they do. They go to the airport. And they're going to get on the North Pole's airline or, or North, North Pole airline um, helmed by Uma Thurman <laughs> as the like uh, ticket agent and uh, flight attendant also kind of. Uh, and so they're going to take the like last plane from New York City to the North Pole on Christmas Eve to make sure Santa gets these letters. Except who are they stopped by? The TSA. Because, Uh-oh, because because it's post nine eleven. Yeah, because because two thousand eight. It's post nine eleven, and because Fozzie Bear is making terrible jokes, and you can't make jokes uh, going through the security check. <laughs> uh, you might even say that it's because he's bombing with his jokes. That's why they got. But um, but who's but who's the TSA agent um, agent Meanie who's detaining them? None other than Nathan Lane, who just chews the scenery, oh. and <laughs> it's him and Bobo the Bear. Okay. If you're familiar with the Bobo the Bear Muppet, I oh god, it's so you. good! It's so good. Um, yeah. Okay. And of course, Agent Meanie got put on the naughty list when he was a kid, and so he doesn't like Santa Claus. But just this once, just this once, he's going to let them make their flight up to the North Pole. Um, and as you can imagine, they make it up there. They're Santa Claus. They deliver the letters. Um, their apartment, their New York apartment neighbor, Claire, gets her wish. Because really, what did she wish for? She wished to spend Christmas with her friends. And so, oh, and I guess I forgot to say this too. Miss Piggy was like, whatever, Kermit, if you're going to just stay here, I'm going to go the, to the Caribbean by myself. But everybody comes back and they celebrate. They celebrate Christmas together. Mister uh, uh, Agent Meanie gets taken off the naughty list, and he gets his presents that he. So, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. This was this was honestly probably like what would be my like naughty or like my stinker, because um, of yeah. course it's not Muppet Christmas Carol. They have some songs, but they're kind of forgettable. They're kind of whatever. They sing about like the the opening song. You know how important the opening song is, right? And like, and again, what? Oh yeah. What's the opening song to Muppet Christmas Carol? It's like here comes Mister Tight Fist or whatever. Like it's it's about yeah. this opening song is a uh, a hymn to the post office. They're saying like, thank you, postal okay. workers, for delivering our mail, or like whatever. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. So, yeah, it's fine. It's forty-five minutes. Um, Pepe the King Prawn has some great lines in there. Um, 
but uh, I don't see him a lot. But but yeah, so again, like I've certainly wasted more time watching other things. But a Muppets Christmas, Letters to Santa, it's it's like the stale cookies and like lukewarm milk that's been sitting out for hours and probably now has like <laughs> foodborne illness. Probably you probably shouldn't shouldn't like partake too much of it. But you know it's. It'll do in a pinch, I guess. <laughs> Throw in the microwave. It'll yeah, be just fine. Yeah, just nuke it. Just nuke it. <laughs> just nuke it. <laughs> okay, right on. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm gonna give the best one that I watched this week, Josh, okay. and it was a surprise even to me. <laughs> I watched. I I don't know the title of it, and I'm sorry, but I'm just gonna call it a very Smurfy Christmas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I watched two fucking cartoons this week. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. So, yeah, very Smurfy Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas time at Smurf Village, okay. and the Smurfs are prepping for it, and there's some, I don't know his name, Trumpet Smurf. He wants to play his trumpet song, and no one likes his shit because it's so bad that it blows shit up. <laughs> um, Grouchy Smurf is my spirit yeah. animal because he hates live music. Ooh, okay, okay, cool. And then I realized this like at the very beginning. I think that Trumpet Smurf is an allegory for Jesus because he suddenly like shows up and no one wants him around. And he keeps saying how everything's going to be better and this will come into play later on. Because right now the Smurfs are happy just to do their own mm-hmm. shit. They're going to make up their like fucking giant Smurf souffle or whatever the hell they call it that needs the last great walnut or something. I don't fucking know it's the Smurfs. Again, 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 I don't know dick about the Smurfs. Maybe I got to do a deep dive on Smurfs. Who can yeah. say? But... What's important to note is that there are some children traveling with their grandfather somewhere. I also think Smurfs might take place in medieval times, according to this yeah, movie. Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, like, because uh, Gargamel, the, like, main villain, yeah, he's he's also, like, kind of like a like an evil wizard or something, so it's maybe medieval. He's like a straight-up wizard, yeah, yeah like, but, yeah. But, but, anyway. But, like, these dudes are wearing, like, the weird, like, Robin Hood, like, jerkins and shit. Oh, I sure. don't know. It's okay. whatever. okay. Um, so Gargamel wants to kill the Smurfs, like he mm. always does, fine, whatever. Uh, and these kids are going to the main castle to have Christmas or some shit, I don't know. And their sleigh gets overturned for reasons, and they're attacked by wolves. And Josh, I forgot what a menace wolves were. Do you remember wolves being a menace in your childhood? Yeah, wolves were terrifying. Yeah, they'll fuck mm-hmm. your shit, apparently, and they definitely do in this one. <laughs> Uh, and then Evil Robin Hood is apparently in this movie. He wants these damn kids, and he is the wolf-like whisperer, so he controls Whoa. the wolves. And at this point, I realized that Gargamel's a shit wizard, because all he does is scream, his, scream at his cat, while Evil Robin Hood scream, like, controls wolves. Right. Yeah, he is. He is, yeah. he is like a stain on all of wizard kind. Absolutely. So the sleigh wrecks, and the kids are freaking the fuck out, and Grandpa's dead, maybe we don't know. <laughs> They run into the Smurfs, and uh, Papa Smurf rescues them and takes them to Smurf Village. The kids call Papa Smurf Santa Claus. You fucking idiots. Santa Claus isn't tiny and blue and topless. (laughs) Also, it's wintertime and all Smurfs are topless. Whatever. whatever. It's fine. fine. Um, I have the note. Seven minutes in. Man, this plot is clipping. (laughs) So... (laughs) The, uh, the, The castle hears word that these children are missing, so somebody dispatches word that hey if you find these kids we'll give you 10 gold pieces that's right josh 10 gold pieces for this quest 
Hell yeah, dude. These are fucking Skyrim banking mm-hmm, numbers. Mm-hmm. Gargamel gets wrapped up in it, saves the kids, gives them some weird shit. I don't really know. It's it's weird. I also watch this on YouTube, and because I ain't paying for fucking YouTube Plus yeah, or whatever, it. I am now up to current standards on the new Barbie oh, shit for this okay. year. Sweet. Somewhere along the line, they turned into brat stalls. I don't oh know what the God. fuck that is, That's... but it's... It's trippy. It's real weird. But then there's like the same kind of Barbie, but not. Honestly, Barbie now looks the way that dollar store <laughs> Barbie knockoffs looked. <laughs> oh yeah, there's Barbie and Scomper <laughs> and her sister Ginger Twist. Like it's it's real fucking weird. I don't. I'm glad I'm not a kid right now. Is my right, point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood trades Gargamel. This weird. I don't know if he gives him the spell or what. But he enlists Gargamel's help to save the, to steal these kids because he wants them to. Gargamel gets a scroll of Fuck Your Christmas Spirit, destroys Smurf Village, but then realizes that evil Robin Hood is just that. He's evil as mm. shit. So he decides to, like, double back on that agreement and help the Smurfs beat evil Robin Hood by doing what, Josh? That's right. They sing I a fucking say, song. They sing. It has to be singing. They sing. And it talks about how gladness can beat out the badness or some <laughs> stupid shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really and truly, this is not an awful movie. It's like Christmas is like this weird nebulous blanket of holiday festival. There's no stupid like I I'm looking at you, Charlie Brown Christmas. Go fuck yourself with your mm. and on this day there was a sign given unto yeah, the it's, it's really that weird seventies, like right before we kick into insane Christianity and consumerism. Right. They're just like, nah, fuck it, man. Christmas time is for the people. Just get together, love yeah. each other. That's all mm-hmm, this is. Mm-hmm. And then, but then it all comes around when fucking trumpet Smurf pops up and plays his blistering solo and revitalizes the Christmas tree and everything. So really, back to my original statement, thesis statement, that Trumpet Smurf is Mm -hmm. Jesus. No one wanted him around, but hey, he saved Christmas anyway. Honestly, if you're looking for a good holiday, if you're looking for a garbage holiday special, you're not going to find it in a very Smurfy Christmas or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't hate it. No, that that, that makes sense. Well, and and yeah, even like uh, bringing things back from the dead, uh, maybe... Maybe there was a scene of him throwing the money lenders out of the Smurf temple. I I don't I don't know, or the money or the bankers out of the Smurf temple. But uh, oh, okay, all right, a very yep. Smurfy Christmas. Also on YouTube, you're saying. Okay. Also on YouTube, yeah. Watch those Barbie ads, guys. Cause God, God damn. damn. <laughs> also, fuck YouTube. Yeah. Holy shit! Like four seconds of clip and then new ad. It's like God, get. Yeah, it's. I don't, whatever. Man, I'm an old man. Well, you want to talk about evil Robin Hood who can. Who's also a wolf whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Looking at you, YouTube. You used to be great. I could watch people like getting kicked in the face with soccer balls and it was it was wonderful. It was marvelous. And then you had to go go corporate. But um and, but anyway, okay, you well um but be- before I yeah, go to a really dark place there. This was the one that I was honestly expecting to like be my be my lump of coal. Or whatever, uh, but this one actually turned out to be like pretty, pretty dang good. Uh, okay. And it's actually like a series, so you can you can count these like separately, or you can count them like a th- a three in one even. Um, well, and I, I, now that I'm also thinking about it, I guess I can call this like my Disney Plus uh, week because all of these were like yeah, watching things on Disney Plus. Um, 
but this was back in again I want to say like late aughts maybe 2008 or 2009 maybe um, it was an animated short not by Pixar but by a lot of the people kind of in Pixar and it's called uh, prep and landing and okay. a quick summary is, well, how does Santa visit all those houses in just one night? Well, he has a team of, like, specialized elves that kind of like a halo drop, high altitude, low opening parachute drop into the houses. And they make sure everybody's asleep. They uh, trim the Christmas tree so all the presents will fit. They open up the stockings with a little blast of compressed air for, like, easier treat um, um, entry. And then they finally jump back up on the roof and, like, put a little, like, landing strip lights down so that Santa, so, so that Santa can land his uh, uh, sleigh. Okay. And so th- so they're, like, kind of jumping around doing, like, Matrix-y, Mission Impossible kind of stuff, and it's great. And main character Wayne... Uh, is an is a prep and landing elf who's been doing this for many years. He's he's put in his time, and uh, he's starting to like you know feel like okay, I'm kind of checking out of this. I'm 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 bored. I need some I, I need some change. I need some mix up here. So hey, I'm gonna be a shoe in for this promotion at the North Pole, and buys a new car and living large. And what happens? He does not get the promotion. He gets passed over. Oh, no. Uh, and instead, he gets sent. And even worse, it's his partner. It's his longtime partner who he trained. His partner's the one who gets the promotion. And what? so he gets sent out on uh, still prep and landing team with a newbie fresh out of, like, Elf Academy or whatever. And Wayne just does not give a fuck. He's over it. He hates Santa. He's eating Santa's cookies. He's drinking Santa's milk at the house. He doesn't give a shit. Um, his partner's like, oh, what do I do next? He's like, whatever. I'm just going to kick back in a recliner. Um, little kid wakes up and sees him. And so they have to like mission or they, they have to like uh, men in black, like erase the kid's memory. There's a terrible snowstorm. They don't have the landing lights up yet. They got to run up and like help Santa land. So they save save Christmas for this kid, uh, even though okay. Wayne was like totally checked out and like whatever. And so like the following day, Santa calls Wayne into his office and is like, "Hey, man, that was that was kind of crazy." And Wayne was like, "I'm sorry. I just I'm just I was just really upset that um, I got passed over for this promotion, and I'm sorry. I, I almost ruined Christmas. It's terrible." Santa offers him, is like, okay, well, what if I make you the director of the nice list? That's like a C-level position, you know, like, hey, you're set for life. And Wayne turns it down so he can work with his with this new rookie partner still on prep and landing. And and it was great. It was, it was wonderful. It was, it was uh, well executed. Lots of, like, little puns along the way. Like, instead okay. of saying awesome, uh, everything is tinsel. Like that's so, huh, and, and, okay. and so yeah. It's it's great. It's wonderful. So, so, so yeah. So that was the first one. The next one was kind of a that was like more mediocre. It's just like oh, we're, we have to like sneak into Santa's office to get a package or whatever. 
And that one's like not as cool, but it does feature Betty White as Mrs. Claus. So cheers to you. Okay. And then the third installment, uh, this is also pretty cool because not only is there like the prep and landing team for like kids on the nice list that get their presents, there's also a prep and landing team for the naughty kids. And they're like Uh the like rough around the edges, uh, wear denim, go drink at shady bars and stuff like that. And so there's a kid on the naughty list who stole access to one of the like their technical doodads and that could threaten Christmas Christmas. So so Wayne and his regular uh, prep and landing uh, buddy teammate uh, Lanny and they have to team up with a naughty list elf Um, and they have to like sneak into the house. And so so these were ranging yeah from like 22, 25 minutes, like 10 minutes uh the the like middle one was 10 minutes they're 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 surprisingly great they're really good i would check them out um and also like uh kind of weird that i watched this during the time i I don't know if mark if you've seen stuff about santa inc this like on uh hbo plus Plus or max or whatever the fuck they're calling it yeah hbo whatever whatever service. service like same kind of HBO seventeen dollars. Yeah, a HBO month. seventeen dollars. Like similar concept. Like disgruntled elf worker gets passed over or doesn't feel appreciated. Uh, yeah. But doesn't have the weird like Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman like getting in a flame war on Twitter. <laughs> and and also that it's on Disney Plus. There's not going to be like claymation boobies and uh, stuff like that too. But but still like go check it out. It's it's pretty darn good. Uh, okay. prep, and that was uh, called prep what? and landing, prep and then it's and like, landing. and then the okay. second one is like prep and landing, secret Santa, and then the third one is prep and landing, naughty. I don't know, night, naughty and nice. I, okay. I forget what the third one is, but uh, but yeah, 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 pretty good. All right, all right. So rounding out my uh, Christmas challenge trifecta. Before I do that, I'm gonna do this, and I have my final uh, cocktail of the night. Mm. This is a Cran Orange Sparkler, also called Light It Up from Truly with vodka in it. Let's see. Ooh, that's not bad at all. See, there we are. That one's actually pretty okay. Ending on a good note. It's still fake. It's still rough, but it's fine. We we do what we can. And I'm glad that one wasn't terrible because what I'm about to do is... (laughs) I watched The Twelve Pups of Christmas, Josh. (laughs) It's on Hulu. Wait. I'm telling you right now, sir, I might nominate this for the one that I make you watch okay, with me. Okay. I'm, well, and I'll try to save one of my 12 dogs of Christmas holiday ales just for that. So, okay, 12 <laughs> so pups of Christmas. Is, is this like an Air Bud kind of thing? or? So, a uh, canine therapist uh, moves to L.A. from New York City. After her husband, fiance, boyfriend fucked her best <gasps> friend and didn't want to move, and you're a therapist and you should see through this, I have that as a note six times in this. <laughs> but she moves to L.A. for this fucking startup company about dog locators or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Josh, it's so bad. Wait, so wait. Um, <laughs> who is the audience? Okay, because I don't know. Like, if it's twelve, I don't pups, know. That makes me think it's for kids. But then if the whole story is like, right? no, my significant other fucked my best friend like that's not a kid what you just you just wait <laughs> homie you just wait here's some of my notes okay. 
Number one, this bitch is a canine therapist, which I guess is people taking their fucking dogs to the therapist to talk about, I don't know, whatever. Okay. It's kind of like a broke-ass Caesar Milan, but not as obnoxious and or kind of okay as cool. Okay, yeah. So a boyfriend's not into it. This is abundantly clear when she comes home and they're heating up Thanksgiving, her and her her fiancé and best friend, and they're going to get married the next day and it's all this shit. And he's like, I'm not going to L.A., I don't want to (laughs) go. She gets to this internet startup company, and wouldn't you know it, Josh, it's failing because it's trash. And also, for some fucking reason, the boss is a real piece of shit. And this is where I kick into my next note. <clears throat> Sorry, gotta find it here. Fuck are you, ugly bud. You're a botched fusion dance of Bradley Cute Cooper and Matthew McConaughey, but you got the fat version. <laughs> Josh, this motherfucker is a red-headed trout-faced prick. Again, I almost want to make you watch it just so you can see this ugly son of a bitch. And then my follow-up note to that is, oh, fuck, is he the love interest? Oh, question no. Mark. Oh, no. And, oh, yeah, no. that's right, Josh. He is. From a technical note, there are way too many fucking close-up face shots. <laughs> just way too close. Anytime somebody's talking, camera's right fucking there, but it's... You don't even see the full head. We're getting, like... We're getting, like, eyebrows down to, like, the, the like... The bottom of, like, the jaw into the chin region right there. And that's all of them. Also, they make a bad habit of cutting to the dog. And once again... Oh, 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 oh. I, I didn't even talk about this right, fucking yeah. dog. This fucking dog named Goliath is a fucking Yorkie teacup. Don't oh give a God. shit. I don't Ugh. I don't like dogs to start, sure. and I hate tiny dogs yeah. even more. Yeah. This thing is obnoxious. It's always yipping. But I have a new drinking game, Josh, just in case you and I do watch this, and I really, really hope we I fucking we, do. And to. it's going to be called Drink Every Time They Cut the Fucking Dog. <laughs> They will cut to the dog or the aforementioned 12 pups of Christmas just for no reason. And I honestly think it's for pad time because it only lasts for like one to two and a half to maybe three seconds tops. And it's just like, oh, there's the dog doing something cute. And if it's Goliath, the Yorkie teacup, don't give a fuck. It's, it's, it's off. It's looking at the trainer off screen and you can tell cause it's, I, it's weird little beady black. Oh, they're fucking following the little trainer yeah, yeah, is yeah. a thing and it's cute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else do I have? So, she gets to this, uh, weird dog locator startup company that apparently Homeboy's putting GPS collars on dogs and can't make it work because, and this is the brilliant revelation of the dog therapist, why don't you just reverse engineer a cell phone? It has GPS. Are oh you... shit, that's totally the thing I can do, replies Fusion Dance Trout Face Fuckhead. You're shitting me. Not even a little bit, and that's not even the worst oh, part. God. The worst part is, Josh, that some inept photography company, Fusion Dance Fail Trout Face Fish Fuck Face Face Guy, I can't think anymore because I've said it so many times, and also Orange Crayon Sparkler's making me yep, real mean. Yep. This is the one. This is the good one. He tasks this woman whose name I did not bother to learn. Even I want to say Aaron, but I think that might be the dog's name, but I can't quite tell. Dog's name is Goliath, but I also think the dog's name might, might be Aaron. Too. Maybe the girl's name yeah. is Aaron. He tasks Aaron with getting rid of these 12 pups before Christmas. Otherwise, she's fucking fired. There's 12 dogs left at his internet startup company. Puppies, Josh. Little fucking puppies, probably eight weeks old, that were left there by some incompetent, quote-unquote, photography studio. I don't know. <laughs> so she has to get rid of them. Oh, my God. And... So, in the process of this CEO, Trout Face, Fusion Dance, Fish Fuck, he hates dogs. And Aaron, 
I assume is her name, the dog therapist, is going to make her not hate, it make him not oh hate dogs. God. And they do this by taking one of these puppies to a couple who can never conceive. <laughs> so this puppy that's only going to live for 14 years is going to be a great parallel for a child, which she should probably get 45-ish years out of, but it's fine. And then they give it to a homeless family that the sister of the trout-faced fishfuck guy, who also happens to be the secretary at the front desk of Doggone Industries. Yeah, that's right. That's the name of the locator company. And they talk about it later and make fun of it. Well, she found him while working at a homeless shelter. And God damn it, if all these if all these only kids are only, only going to have a puppy, that's all they fucking want. And it makes their goddamn year. Never mind the fact that puppies take work and you right. got to get them yeah. fucking fixed and their vaccines and all that good shit. I don't think that's been done with this shit. Uh, dog therapist lady is annoying. And quite frankly, Josh, I know I've only listed two of the 12 pups of Christmas, but here is my kicker. I have 47 minutes left in this film. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> I don't know if Aaron saves the company and all the good shit by selling, by pimping out the 12 pups of Christmas. I don't know if she loses her job. I don't know if her trout face fish fuck fat smash. I don't know. Oh, also, by the way, her best friend that fucked her fiance shows up again, too. Ha ha! It's a wild, just circus. A circus maximus of goofy holiday crap. And Josh, this is my pitch to you. I don't want to finish this movie, but goddammit, do I want to make you sit through this movie? I am nominating this one. I'm already okay, calling yep. it. This is my nomination. Yep. I haven't finished it. I'm sorry to let you down. No, no, that's, but, that's okay. Oh, I, I just, yeah, I... 12 Pups of Christmas on Hulu. I made it 43 minutes. Oh, also, I have the note Goku gif three times. <laughs> Which I think is a reference to my hatred rage of this movie. I, I'm almost positive it's me like power up screaming as Goku <laughs> in my brain. Like this, like... Because once again I'm dealing with vapid white people shit and I hate... Yeah. As we might recall from Jingle All the Way, part number two, I'm not into vapid white people no, bullshit. No, yeah, I... Like this, like hearing you go go through this, like this, this honestly seems like a real life instance of the producers like how could look we can make more money if this holiday movie we've been contracted to produce if it flops how could we make this terrible <laughs> but yet like still I honestly people, think... like will tune into it based on the title the 12 pups of <laughs> oh my god when i saw it i thought it was like i kind of was in the same line as you i wasn't gonna rewatch santa buddies i've seen that like right, five yeah. times i can't do that again but I was like, okay, maybe this is some weird, like, Airbud or Santa Buddy shit. And no, it's... Yeah, my God. No, it's oh, not. Well, oh. No, it's, no, so, it's not. So, yeah, I think between 12 Pups of Christmas and the Christmas... Well, which also, like, good on you, buddy. Like, you, you immediately, yeah, changed your Twitter handle to uh, Mark, Mrs. Hopewell, the Pine Tree. So, I guess <laughs> I need to return the favor. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll, I'll change my Twitter handle to... Josh, the twelve pups of Christmas, um, uh, and then that'll that'll hopefully gen generate some buzz too. So I guess, uh, okay, Mark. So 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 just real quick, uh, run me through the three things that you watched this week. Um, so starting at the bottom with the worst of the worst, the twelve pups of Christmas that I didn't even finish. Um, after that, again, the title that I didn't bother to get because I thought I would hate it and. Came out actually kind of enjoying it. A very smurfy Christmas. And then behind that was, um, what the fuck did I watch? The 
Josh, I gotta the look it chipmunks. up. I don't even remember. Oh, a very uh, and this yeah, a very chipmunk okay. Christmas. Which all right, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Play your fucking harmonica. What do you yeah. got, buddy? Well, and and then also uh, just to recap mine, I totally dialed it in. Uh, sat back and watched something I knew that I would enjoy, but I watched this week a Muppets Christmas or yeah yeah the Muppets Christmas Carol, um, a mm-hmm. Muppets Christmas Letters to Santa. And then I guess what I'm calling the uh, Prep and Landing Trilogy, uh, all on Disney Plus, all pretty good, pretty good. The, the only one that I really didn't care too much for was, yeah, like the Muppets Letter to Santa, just because I was hot off the tail of watching a Muppet Christmas Carol. And so anything by comparison sucks. But yeah, if you're going to like all right. start off your Muppets film with a song about the post office and how grateful you are for postal workers. Like, eh, that's, man, that's, <laughs> I have some dramaturgical questions about that. Um, uh, and, and, and then, yeah. And then like the, the, the second, uh, prep and landing was just like, Oh, I'm Betty white. And I want you to sneak into miss in, into Santa Claus's uh, office. Like, yeah, it, it was fine. It was okay. But the third one, the, the first and the third one of those, I think were really good. Um, okay. And good. and at least you also got to end on like a halfway decent uh, uh, holiday cocktail as we're yeah. bringing this extra little uh, little something special, a little extra cookie on the plate. Um, that uh, that 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 is this our Halloween? Not no, God damn it, not our Halloween. <laughs> Man, how many j- Some jingle good jingles have somebody. I had? Jesus. Um, but no, our holiday, our Christmas holiday. Uh, special here so uh, listeners thank you for joining us thanks for tuning in um, for this little because because yeah Mark and I well and especially Mark who had to edit the thing was like Josh we can't do we can't put out like a two hour 45 minute episode Let, let's <laughs> let's like break these up here buddy and I said here here yeah. uh, so, so yes this will drop when it will drop and we'll continue on and it, and it's yeah. going to culminate in Mark and I uh our our seasonal cinema series watching these horrible films and probably yeah like clocking out at the 45 minute mark um <laughs> i i want to fi- i don't want to finish it but i want to finish it with you oh, okay like, if that okay, makes sense yeah yeah, yeah I, we'll thelma and louise i don't know what happens i'm scared i don't know yeah we'll I, just like hold our hands across the internet and drive this uh cadillac into the second half of uh, the Twelve Pups of Christmas. <laughs> yes, God. Oh, God, it's so bad. All right, all right, everybody. But I'm not even going to plug like socials because yeah. you should know where to find us. Don't start with this episode. Go yeah. away. Go away, new listener. Listen to anything yeah. else. Yeah, if you're starting off in here, like uh, turn back and yeah, just anyway. But at any rate, I'm Josh and I'm a wizard. I'm Mark, and I'm a wizard. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Take care. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah!